What's up, everybody? Paflin here. Thank you so much for joining me in episode 1020 of Ask Pat 2.0. This is a show where I coach an entrepreneur like you through a problem or pain or an issue they're having. Maybe it's a big one, maybe it's a small one, but there's always something that we can do to improve. And today we're talking with Adnand, who is struggling with a little bit of FOMO. And I think a lot of us can relate to this, right? Like there's so much cool things in this world that we can do. We read books like Crushing It, and we're like, oh, we should be doing that person. I should start a podcast. I should start a YouTube channel. I should start my physical product. I should do all these things. And of course, when we try to do or even think about all those things, we get nothing done. And so uh, Adnan needs some help with some just kind of direction and really what the focus should be next. And also monetization. He's, he's had an, an amazing transformation in his life, losing so much weight, and he wants to share this with the world. But this FOMO is distracting him from actually serving others. So we're going to walk him through that process. Sweet. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, FreshBooks. Now let's get to today's coaching session with Adnand. Here we go. Anand, thank you so much for joining me on Ask Pat 2.0. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing excellent and really excited to chat with you. Uh, before we dive into the coaching section of this, um, why don't you tell everybody what it is you do? Oh, sure. So I have a fitness website called Underdog Strength. And basically, you know, I started this website after going through my own personal transformation. Mm-hmm. So growing up as a kid, I was like really overweight. And even as a teenager, I used to weigh a well over 275 pounds and eventually you know through a lot of trial and error and failing many times i figured it out and was able to lose over 125 pounds wow uh, yeah congratulations and, and, that's that's awesome oh thank you and and the one of the things that's important is not only did i lose weight but i i've kept it off for over six years now which is um if you look at the statistics over 90% of the people gain back all their weight within three years. That's amazing. Uh, so you're sharing this journey with others and helping uh, inspire them and teaching them the process to do the same? Right, exactly, yeah. Very cool. So that is your brand. Uh, what's on your mind? What can I help you with? So I started my blog about one and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I have a real real passion for fitness, but then I also have a real passion for, you know, learning about marketing. And that's my full-time job uh, in marketing. And I also really enjoy the creative process. So I thought, you know, why not combine all of my passions and, you know, start my own business where I can do all of these things. So marketing, helping others reach their goals. Um, And that's why I started this. Mm -hmm. Um, When I started initially, I only started with a blog. And then I slowly started to do a little bit of YouTube. And... For the past few months, I've been focusing more on just using Instagram as my content platform and have been almost, I wouldn't say neglecting, but haven't been paying much attention to my blog and YouTube channel in the last few months. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing is, um, my short-term goal is to be able to go full-time with this uh, with this business so, you know, I can eventually quit my job and, you know, go all in on this. And my my problem, I th- I think my problem is, uh, I I always have this fear of missing out on different opportunities. For, for example, you know, I read uh, Gary Vee's latest book, uh, Crushing It, mm-hmm. and it's got so many different ways you can build a brand. 
and I'm like, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Am I missing out on something? Uh, and my biggest dilemma is whether I should continue with what I'm doing. Um, and I think I should focus more on my blog and YouTube channel. Or should I try different things like, uh, you know, maybe starting a podcast or doing Snapchat or any of those other platforms? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, a lot of us struggle with the same thing. So you're not alone here in what's called bright light syndrome or squirrel syndrome where we just see all these amazing opportunities. Um, before we dive into some of the specifics, I do have some some thoughts definitely. But why would you say you fear missing out on these things? What, what do you think the real uh, fear comes from? Um, I think because uh, I see – you know, lots of people being successful doing different things. And, uh, you know, it's it's part of my curiosity because I really enjoy marketing. I, I, you know, consume a lot of marketing content. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, you know, I, I, I think I can do all of those things. But, you know, with the limited time I have and, you know, with my full-time job, um, I, I think I need to focus on maybe one or two things that, that will, you know, help me at least, you know, uh, Go 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 full time with this, you know. Be be able to generate enough income. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have to be a lot of money initially, but uh, that's the short term goal. And you know, I I think I'm just looking at all these different people being successful in different ways, and I feel that I can do the same. You said that perhaps the best thing to do would be to focus on one or two of these channels mm-hmm. versus all mm-hmm. these different ones. Why why do you say that? Uh, just because of the limited time that I have, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there's successful people that that have done have, have done great just focusing on one or two things. So, yeah, I mean, you said it yourself. Like, see, I I didn't even have to say it. You you know the answer. And so, I think for me, what has helped me personally with with FOMO or fear fear of missing out, because mm-hmm. um, I, I I feel that too. I mean. I, I'm deep into the online marketing space and mm-hmm. books like Crushing It come out all the time where there's just so many amazing examples. I'm like, mm, maybe I should do that. But then I also realize that there are consequences to saying yes to something new because when you say yes mm-hmm. to something new, you're saying new to something that you've already started. And mm-hmm. um, in most cases, most of us have not even scratched the surface of what we've already uh, started. And if, if truly your goal is to quit and make enough money – doing something so that you can be comfortable doing that mm-hmm. then you know the reality is uh, if you try something new you're 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 not allowing yourself to do that right and i think what what helped me is knowing that you know just because something is happening or somebody else is doing one of those things that are really cool doesn't mean i could never do that but i have to be honest with myself and tell myself i shouldn't do that right now so one strategy that i've done is whenever i have a new idea like that I write down the idea and I put mm-hmm. it I literally put it in a shoebox and I just leave it there. And so if I need more ideas, I have this shoebox full like there's probably like a hundred different things now that I could do. They're there and right. they're there when I need them. But I think you know you don't need those right now. Right. So that's right. what that you could try that strategy, or maybe you've just already realized enough now talking through with somebody that 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 you just you, you cannot you, you cannot afford to mm. be distracted in this way. But then let's talk about what you, what you have going on. Right. Um, sure. 
what is your goal specifically for related to what you're doing? And I like the combination of YouTube and Instagram. I mean, you got a, a great platform to build a relationship on. You have Instagram for social media, and then you have your your website. Uh, that's a great combo for me, and I would recommend just sticking with that. But right. what would be your goal before you quit? Like, what is that magic number, or how, how do you know that you've reached that point? Have you defined that yet? Uh, in terms of a number, you know, I mean, if I if I can get enough money to, so I, I'm I'm like a single guy, so I don't have any major responsibilities. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I can just cover, you know, the basic and like the rent and the the bills, you know, I'd be happy. Um, just going full all in, you know. So, how, do you mind me asking how much that would be? Sure. Sure. So I would say, you know, if I can make between let's say four and five thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Which would be less than what I make at my job initially, but I mean that would be enough to sustain me. Great. Okay, so we have a number, and what's cool right. about that is you can work backwards from that. You can kind of create uh, different opportunities for yourself to actually do that. Um, have you began to make money at all in anything that you've been doing so far? So my initial goal was to start with uh, affiliate marketing because uh-huh. you know I wouldn't have to create my own product. And I can continue to, you know, create content and recommend products that I use myself and wouldn't mind recommending others. Um, and in terms of commissions, I've made, like, I think a handful of sales through Amazon, uh, Amazon links. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's about it. So it's nothing significant. Okay. So I think what's really important is to, number one, remove all the distractions, right? That's going to allow you to, with the extra time you have above your job, to right. start focusing on, okay, what what is going to help you um, generate that income here? Have you explored any other means of generating an income uh, or have given given any thought to any, anything else beyond affiliate marketing? Uh, I tried uh, a little bit of uh, Kindle publishing. So I published an ebook basically. Um, that gets a few sales. Uh, pretty like right now, I'm getting a sale almost every day. But I'm I'm not really charging people much for it. I'm mm-hmm. my book is totally priced at ninety nine cents, which is the minimum on Kindle. Right. Uh, and my goal is not to monetize through Kindle right away, but it's more to you know build my brand and you know um, get, provide more information to people right now. Right, so getting exposure, building a relationship with them. That's uh, I think that's really smart. Kindle's a great platform for reaching new people like that. And so um, have you asked your current audience, like, what is it that they want? Um, I No, not really, no. Because the best way to monetize is to give your audience what they want. Um, mm-hmm. And that will infer what you do. So mm-hmm. now you have this goal – when you ask your audience what they're looking for, then you can come up with creative ideas, whether that's through affiliate marketing, coaching, creating your own courses, whatever, based on whatever is their pains and problems are. Mm-hmm. Then you can actually go, okay, they seem to need some coaching through this weight loss process. If I charge $500 a month to help people do that, then I only need you know 10 clients a month to have – from you know, five thousand dollars a month, and that's it. Right. Or, okay, they need information, so I can potentially sell a, an online course for you know one hundred ninety-seven dollars or two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I only need to sell, you know, uh, 
I only need to sell uh, whatever the math is X number. Sorry, I'm just brain farting right now. Um, but that many courses, and then I can determine. Okay, well, if I want to sell that many courses, I need to have this many people on my email list, or have this many people when I launch every quarter, or this much traffic to then push into that part of the blog posts where I then promote that. So you can start to begin to figure out what actions you need to take when you combine your goals Mm -hmm. with what the goals are of your audience. So that's what I would recommend. The first thing you need to know what they want and you know, you likely have an idea of what they want or else they wouldn't have found you or be on your email list or be on your website, but you need to hear from their voice exactly what it is they need help with. And then I would recommend actually going through a similar process like what I talk about in Will It Fly, which is to validate those ideas. So it's one thing for them to tell you what they would pay for. It's another thing to actually see if they would actually pay for it or mm-hmm. interact with you or transact with you in some way. So doing some validation for that, whether it's a pre-sale of an online course, just to get an initial founders group in there to see if that's actually something they do want or to try and get one client to work with you at $500 just to see if that's actually something a, that people want, but also B, is that what you want to do? Because a lot of times we might not want to know, we, we may not want to be a coach and some other people, maybe that's all you want to do. So right. the questions uh, that are in the air need to be answered by your audience and just your experience trying things. And that, that's really where the answer lies. Right. So. And, and- Go, how go would ahead. I ask my audience this, uh, or what, what? How would I frame the question if I was to ask them? Yeah, great question. So there's a number of different ways to do this. Number one, you can have a so you could do this on, in a scalable way, like on a blog post or on YouTube, or uh, preferably on an email list if you want to keep it scalable. Mm-hmm. And you can ask them questions like, "What are you struggling with?" or "What do you need help with right now?" or related to weight loss, "What's the number one thing that you feel mm-hmm. is missing?" Those questions can give you very clear answers on, well, here's you know, what, what I could do to fill in that gap. Um, I would also encourage you to try and get in one-to-one conversations with people in your audience, if at all possible. Even just trying to set a goal for yourself to have one conversation with somebody so you can see what it's like to actually hear from your audience's voice what they need help with or their story or and it'll it'll allow you to empathize with them a little bit more it'll allow you to put a real voice and perhaps a face to who that audience is and mm-hmm. it'll give you some direction for what you could do to help that specific person which is likely a representative of somebody else who's in your audience and, and, a, and a large number of them so um mm-hmm. when i say have a conversation with somebody in your audience like what is your initial reaction to that uh, I thought maybe I could do like a poll or something or maybe, you know, because I got a lot of uh, DMs on my Instagram as well, people asking questions. Um, yeah, oh, Instagram. Yeah, that's your that's your jam. So here's what I would do. I would create a Instagram post mm-hmm. with big, bold words that says, "What? Uh, what's your number one challenge right now, question mark, or what do you need help with right now? Or what's causing you the biggest pain? Any any which way you want to structure it. Obviously, you know your audience better than, than I do, right. so maybe you have a certain way of phrasing things that's that's unique to you. Um, and then ask people to DM you. Mm-hmm. You can you can probably get a lot of responses publicly too. But when you say DM, people are going to feel like, well, it's not going to be shared publicly, and you know, a lot of times people don't want to share their problems, you know, in the open air. So by DMing you, and then you can reply and say, you know, first of all. 
the DMs that you're going to get are going to give you an initial set of just understanding of what that audience needs or wants or is struggling with. Number two, you could reach out to some of them and say, hey, can I just chat, chat with you a little bit? I'd love to help you out with that or I have some thoughts that can help you through that. And then those become potentially people who can be in some of your initial students because they've already, A, followed you. B now have interacted with you based on what it is that they're struggling with, and if if, if you're you might be able to notice patterns, you might mm-hmm. be able to do this. And the the beauty of this, and I mean, it's so great that you have already this following on Instagram. People are very comfortable on the platforms that they are on all the time, and if they're there already, it's it's a lot easier for them to answer you there versus. Um, you know, you going on Instagram and going, hey, fill out this survey or, mm-hmm. you know, go to this poll. I have questions. I mean, they're just right there. They can message you right away. And it's more personal mm-hmm. that way. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I think although we don't have clear answers on what you should do, I think the the, the next step is to, to have your audience essentially begin to tell you what those next steps are. Um, that way you're not, cause a lot of people who are in this situation might come up with a course based on their experience without really letting their audience know. And then they come out with the course and they try to sell it and then nobody's buying and then, they, and then they wonder what, what happened, um, right. versus this, which takes a little bit more time, but will give you clearer answers and a better strategy moving forward. Right. Yeah. But, but the, the other issue I have is my audience is relatively small right now. So should I be focusing on uh, growing my audience as well or should I grow my audience first before deciding to monetize? I think you should begin to have these kinds of conversations and ask these questions now. You are likely actually in a better position to better serve those people because your audience is small. Now, I obviously would say that you could potentially grow your audience at the same time. I wouldn't get into podcasting because you already have these things already in place, like your YouTube channel and your blog and, and Instagram. You still grow on those, but right. don't wait to begin having these conversations Right. because when you grow, then likely you're just getting more of the same kind of people, and then you can serve even more people after that. Right, right. Yeah, makes sense. Cool. So uh, would you like to tell me just to kind of sum this all up, what are your next steps and kind of maybe biggest lesson that you took away? Uh, the, the first thing is, I'm, you know, I have a lot of growth potential in my existing channels, so I'm going to focus on those for now. And then, you know, I'm going to uh, learn more about my existing audience and see what then their challenges are and how I can best serve them. Boom. Great. And and hopefully that makes it just a little bit more clear in your head for just, okay, what what can I do right now? And then, you know, get that shoebox if you need it like I did. <laughs> I will, yeah, I should probably do that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that fear of missing out thing, man, I mean, it's, it's a real – it's a real struggle. It's a real hurdle for people, um, especially with how fast things are and how connected we are today and how many cool things people are doing. Right. Yeah. Right. But no, you're doing cool things too, man. I mean, I'm sure people are listening to this and are now like, oh, I need to get in, I need to get into Instagram so I can have DMs with my people. No, guys, you have something you're already doing. Do more of that because that's where you're at. Um <laughs> But hey, man, thank you so much. Any any final questions or, um, you know, actually tell everybody really quick where c- people can go to learn more from you. Sure. Uh, my website is called underdogstrength.com. Underdogstrength? Uh, yes, yes that's it. right. My my Instagram is underdog.strength. 
And my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash underdog strength. Love the branding, man. We'll <laughs> Thank you. Keep it up and we'll connect soon. I'd love to hear an update from you uh, later on and we'll see how things are going. I will. And I just want to say thank you for taking the time. And I, I really think that this has been really helpful in terms of like clearing my head, you good. know, and getting a, a good direction of where I should be headed now. So I just want to say thank you for your guidance. Yeah, you're welcome, man. That's why I'm here. And, and good luck to you. Thanks. Thanks, man. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview. And Anand, thank you so much for the inspiration and the motivation. I mean, you're helping people change their lives just like you've changed your own. So please make sure you stay focused and you take that action to help others and serve others. And really, that's what it's all about. I mean, you've all heard me talk about this before. Serve first. Your earnings are a byproduct of how well you serve your audience. And there's no possible way that you could serve you, you, th- that you can best serve your audience if you are trying to just divert your energy into all these different places. Pick a few things, focus on that, and then allow yourself to be okay with saying no to things because when you say yes to something that is a distraction, you're saying no to the thing that you should be working on now. So, Anon, well job. Thank you so much. For all of you listening right now, if you like this episode and if you haven't hit that subscribe button on your device yet to get Ask Pat automatically delivered to your device every single time I come out with a new episode, which is every Thursday, These coaching calls that range from all different kinds of topics, all different kinds of businesses, I want you to subscribe because I know this will be helpful for you. So do that, and if you have a a chance, hook me up with a review, an honest one on iTunes. That would be super helpful, especially for those people who are like, ask Pat, what's this about? I don't know if I should listen to it. You think they should listen to it? Hook me up with a review. That would be super cool. You guys rock. I appreciate you so much. Cheers, and I cannot wait to serve you in the next episode of Ask Pat 2.0. Cheers. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.